0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gary and Jesse Talk About Stuff podcast. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning,
1: Gary. How are you?
0: I'm good. I was waiting for our intro music, and then I'm going to start our outro music. Yeah, right. You ready? Yep. Here we go. All right, Ben, thank you. I hope you guys have a good Monday. Yep. It's not playing. We can't even do that right now. I guess we're gonna talk for a while. Yeah, we gotta talk for a while. (laughs) Okay. I do think it's funny though.
1: I do think it's funny though that almost every podcast we have, we're like having discussion, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and then it's like go live, instant silence. Instant like twenty silence. twenty. Well, welcome seconds.
0: to the Gary and Jesse talk about stuff where we sit in silence. <laughs> we're gonna have these thirty seconds of silence brought to you by the Happy Dance the, from whatever your T-shirt says. The Happy
1: Dance from uh, Phil Phil some guy. That so guy. well done, Phil some guy. <laughs> 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 Brought to you by
0: some guy. <laughs> you want to talk about stuff?
1: Yeah, we better talk about stuff.
0: Um, Jesse was gone for a little bit. Uh, Las Vegas uh, existed. Yes. Even when yeah. you were there. Yeah. yeah. Like. Does Las Vegas still exist if you're not there?
1: I, I hope so, because uh, it's awesome. Is and, it? And it? Yeah, I love Las Vegas. And you Las went Vegas. and saw the
0: NFL draft and watched no. the Vikings do really good? That's uh, not true. I that is
1: that not true. Boy, the Vikings just, oh, once again, this year, hey, let's, I know we needed to back up our secondary, and I know no one's going to care about this except for me. But, of course, we need to back up our secondary so we get a cornerback, a safety, and all that kind of stuff. And here we are needing tight ends and wide receivers. Do we draft any of those? Nope. Another running back in the fifth round. Fantastic. So, anyway, went to Las Vegas and then Iowa City and then a spiritual retreat from some buddies from college in Denver and took two weeks off. It was really good, really needed, and now I'm back.
0: I want to know why is it that we – constantly think we can do better
1: than like <laughs>
0: think of sports teams and so mine is the celtics yep and it's basketball that's not football that's a different sport yes it is yours is yep. football and yours is the vikings yep and we both just like every other fan in the world think that we could run the team better know. than the team is being ran i know never it, mind the fact that these people have like years of training and experience in the sport and all that kind of stuff but hey yeah. I could do better.
1: Right. If only I was the GM. If I, could I
0: was either playing yeah. or if I was the GM, then then we'd be experiencing some good things.
1: It, it's probably something I know it's something biblical, which is it's just pride. Oh, you know, like, I think so. Right? I could do it. Yeah. So anyway.
0: Hey, um, Las Vegas. Yeah. Simply known a lot of times simply known as Vegas as is Vegas. the 26th most populous city in the United States. Yep. The yep. most populous city in the state of Nevada. Yep. Oh, and it's the county seat of Clark County.
1: Yes, it is. How about that? Yeah. Did you go
0: visit the county courthouse?
1: Actually, yes. Yeah? How yeah. was it? Uh, really good. There's uh, there's quite a large homeless population ah. over in Las Vegas, and mm-hmm. I, I do the same thing every Vegas trip. I always tell whoever I'm going with, I'm just going to take a day. I'm going to hang out with some folks mm-hmm. uh, out on the streets because, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to get back to your roots and recharge, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are situated by that area.
0: Well, especially I assume a lot of it has to do with a lot of the hobbies that are involved in Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, in the Wikipedia page, it says known primarily for its gambling, shopping, fine dining, entertainment, and nightlife. Yeah. yeah. Those things can result in some negative. Yeah. Really life bad choices. I'm assuming. Really bad choices. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah there's a. Uh, uh, it was quite fascinating this last trip. There was a young lady from. Uh, from uh, ethiopia hmm. actually uh moved to the states to be a nurse and lo and behold i mean the economy kind of tanked and then covid and all that stuff and so yeah 26 year old girl just uh on the streets trying to figure things out mm-hmm. it's, uh mm-hmm. it's quite fascinating how sometimes it's not just bad choices sometimes it's just, just life. circumstances yeah just mm-hmm. gets you down mm-hmm. but really good trip really good to be back good
0: yep. i'm glad you're back yeah, good to be back the Gary and Jesse Talk About Stuff podcast is brought to you by the Happy Dance from Phil Some Guy. Thank and you. And at the Gary and Jesse Talk About Stuff podcast, what we do is we talk about stuff. And so, our apologize our apologies to you if you don't like stuff. Uh, stuff is a broad term that we use because we range from this topic to that topic, from basketball to movies. From theology to sermon topics and all of those things in between from Las Vegas to gambling to all of that kind of jazz. Mm -hmm. And as we're talking about that, the really interesting thing. So hear this. If you're listening for the first time and you don't want to listen to the rest of this, just take this one little message. There's a God glimpse in everything you do, whether you are looking up at the sun, whether you are looking in the eyes of someone, whether you are experiencing some creativity at work, all of those things have the opportunity to remind you, That God is a creator, that God sustains you, and that God is in love with you. Mm -hmm. Now, you can go ahead and check out if you don't want to hear the rest of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Exactly.
0: And we do this because Jesse has a really good radio voice. um, (laughs) Face for radio. Voice
1: for silent film.
0: And he's got that going for him. So we tried to figure out a way. How do we get this guy to be behind a microphone And the only way we could think of was for me to use my nasally voice to introduce him and then to let him talk.
1: It is quite fascinating, though, the difference in voices. Mine sounds
0: like it's like a. But
1: it's interesting because you actually raise and lower your register. Like, you know, sometimes up here, sometimes down here. I could see that. I just get soft and loud. Yeah. Like, there is no <laughs> up or down. It's just...
0: What is it, cadence or something Yeah, like that? no
1: cadence. It's just whisper and then yell. I actually,
0: know? I had somebody, uh, a lot of you will love this. Um, I, I went and had my sermon sort of reviewed by a pastor who has been a pastor for a long time. And he kind of pointed out, like, hey, don't do this, don't do this, mm. or do this, or whatever. Good, bad, everything in between. And one of the things he said was, you're a lot of times starting out at like cadence level nine, because you're mm. excited right out of the gate. Yep. And where do we go from that? Like, if you're already at a nine, how do you get to 11? You don't yeah. like 10 is your max or whatever you want to say. So yep. I've had to learn. I'm trying to practice this, like make sure that it varies yeah. And make sure that there's, like, hey, this is a really important point. And now you have to really hear this point. Yep. And then I'm going to give you some time to kind of soak that in a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. yours is more generally steady. And yeah. I like the deepness of your voice better yeah. than my up and down roller coaster.
1: My big thing is I just use silence, right? So yeah, it just starts off. and let it sink. Yep. Starts off soft and then I'll crescendo and then have a moment of silence and then another point or whatever you want to call it but Mm -hmm. you know i think uh preaching is an art form and all of us who preach for a living are constantly trying to it's like practicing an instrument right Mm -hmm. we're constantly Mm -hmm. trying to get better and better and better so i don't think that there's any right or wrong way to preach necessarily in terms of the form of preaching right it's just how does it fit with you and uh and And how much are you letting the Spirit flow through you while still exercising your personality? Right. And
0: and I think personality, authenticity, all of that comes in there. Yeah. And there's training in there. Um, One thing he mentioned to me, I have a tendency to uh, fold my hands like this and to kind of almost ring, maybe not like stressfully ring, but just kind of a nice like kind of... Agree with my hands like this. Yeah. And what I found really interesting, you probably already know this, but what is the, uh, what's being communicated, what's the best way to communicate with our hands? Mm. If I can ask that way. Yeah.
1: I mean, you're, if you're asking me, it's, it's a lot of this and motion and and expression and offering and giving and all that. Yeah.
0: I found it really interesting because I also have a tendency, one hand in the pocket, one hand kind of going like this. Yep. It was brought up that that hand in the pocket doesn't convey trust. Right. Like there were psychological studies uh, that if this person is standing with their hands in their pockets, I don't know what they have in their pockets, what they are going to give me, take away from me, whatever. Yep. And so his communication was this, Just with hands wide open, just standing very calmly, and then obviously doing your hand motions when you need to, but using this as your default motion, just hands at your side, if not palms showing. And I think there's something really interesting in that, which I would actually tie to uh, we go through... This series, that series, as a family, we're watching this, watching that. The one we're watching right now is on Disney Plus Brain Games. Mm,
1: I've heard of it. I've never seen it.
0: And it's an interesting psychological study, especially this last one we watched was about nonverbal communication, if Mm. not how companies and advertisers Can use a certain color to convey something.
1: Oh, yeah. And without
0: even knowing it, we're already on board. We're already believing. Yep. And I think there's something really interesting in that about nonverbal communication. Am I right?
1: Yeah, I would completely agree. And that... I read about this years ago, but that's the exact reason why almost all fast food companies have either red or yellow in their mm-hmm. logo. Mm-hmm. Like, every single one of them red, is red or yellow. I
0: said this last night. Red especially is creating action. Like, yeah. you need to do this now.
1: Yep, you need to be here. Right, yeah. right.
0: And yep. there's such a subconscious feel to that. Mm-hmm. And then they even went so far as to, like uh, subliminal advertising, which has always been like a big, huge topic or whatever, but they were placing milk, like glasses of milk or the word milk throughout Mm. the episode. And then at the very end of the episode, for some reason they offered, Hey, um, I'm thirsty. Do you want uh, a glass of water or do you want a glass of milk?
1: Everyone chose milk. Everyone
0: right? chose milk because we were seeing it subliminally. Yeah. And we were well, yeah. being told throughout the episode that we want that milk.
1: Yeah isn't that crazy? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's absolutely crazy. The the crazy the other crazy part about it too is that when we get those subliminal messages and we when we connect with nonverbal Communication, which i believe is something like 90 percent mm-hmm. of our communication mm-hmm. we instantly know somebody or know a person without actually having to say a word
0: right that was brought up like especially in terms of voting uh because it uh introduced us to this gentleman who has done research uh dr i'm gonna miss his name somebody yeah, dr. dr somebody, somebody it, who also yep. promoted our happy yep. dance phil's brother um he has found a formula that 70% correctly will determine who the next governor, mayor, whatever the election is, is going to mm. be with 70% accuracy. Mm. Which, now that I say it out loud, that's yeah, it's high, but it's not like uber high. It's not perfect, but it's good. But he's got it figured out to where eye placement, <laughs> facial hair, mm. uh, Like, just configuration can create a trust or a non-trust in the person. Right. Even to the point of, do you furrow your brow when you're resting face, when you're not talking? Do you talk with eyes wide open? Do you communicate with hands? All of those kind of things, which I'm sure politicians just know.
1: They have to. I mean, when's the last time we've seen a politician? Well, in the last hundred years have any form of facial hair. Right. I mean, <laughs> mean, really the last one was Teddy Roosevelt. Right. You know, it's just.
0: Which is actually interesting because beards on guys is coming back now. Yeah. And it's
1: a big thing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it, but for the longest time it, it being clean shaven was a point of status. Right. And right, so right. you conveyed authority. Right. And then before that I mean, geez, you look back at, at kind of the early 1800s, mid 1800s, all the way through you know Grover Cleveland right uh, everyone had at least a mustache or some form of chops or facial hair something right. cuz right. that was a status thing right so it's i would assume that all these politicians know this and if they don't have I'm, studied it and all yeah, that
0: kind of stuff there's right has
1: got to be a what do you call it a uh, a person who uh, basically says you need to preen this way, and you need to dress right. this way, right. you know, right. personal assistant. campaign
0: manager and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yep. Exactly. Which is the basis of a whole bunch of good movies that we can talk about. Mm. Welcome to Mooseport, Gene mm. Hackman, good stuff ray Romano. Yep. I'm just trying to find some kind of yeah. rabbit trail that we can chase. <laughs> ray Romano was on a show called everybody loves Raymond.
1: That's true. And did you uh, know that? And, uh, saw one episode and never watched it again. That was a show that existed. So,
0: uh, we should talk about what we're going to be preaching on yep. uh we are currently going through a series called keeping easter mm. which damon thought would be a really cool band name by the way yeah. <laughs> i want to start I, a band
1: yeah let's do it keeping yep. easter keeping easter
0: i'll just stand out front and be the guy who like introduces the band
1: you could do what this one band named bonson and sioux falls used to do they had a couch player I feel
0: like I've, Heard of them? You
1: probably have. They yeah. were huge for like three years in the that local. really scene. sounds familiar. They had a couch player. That's awesome. Literally, there was all guys performing, and they would drag a couch on stage, and yeah. the guy would just sit on the couch and drink coffee. And I show. love that. Yep.
0: I could do that. I've, I'm good at sitting, dude. I like, think it's one when the coolest we talk things about ever. gifts and what your talents are. Yep. I can sit. Yeah. I Man, know. I am so good at it. I have the it.
1: skill of resting. Right? But, like, legitimately, I think it's one of the coolest hooks I've ever heard. I agree. So, if you can find,
0: like, a really cool little hook like that. Yeah. So, put me on your band roster. Done. Let's call it Keeping Easter.
1: Keeping Easter featuring Gary on the armchairs.
0: That's a really good. Can Maybe we... Like, just to differentiate ourselves from them, should we do a recliner
1: instead of a couch? Hey, Lazy Boy, featuring Gary on Lazy Boy. Yeah, we'll go that route. Nailed it. Uh,
0: In our Keeping Easter series, we have been actually using the Lectionary.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, we've gotten... uh, We haven't used it in quite a while, so uh, for those of you keeping track at home, the Lectionary is a tool that the... Big church, like church as a whole, uh, uses in order to make sure that all aspects of scripture are touched upon uh, in order to cover all of the bases and make sure that we don't just kind of always lean on our favorite book or always lean on a certain passage or whatever. So, in the lectionary right now, uh, they're in the gospel section, they're going through what happened after the resurrection, what mm. happened before the ascension. Yep. And the interesting thing is if you, you can go find this, uh, just search revised common lectionary and I think it brings you to like Vanderbilt or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it'll have a setup there. It'll have a reminder of what the old Testament passage is, what the wisdom passages, is, which is like proverbs and that kind of thing. Uh, what the gospel uh, passage is, Mm -hmm. and then what one of the letters passage is. Mm -hmm. And so I've been able to really kind of bounce around, like what's going to fit best in that lectionary setting. And for the last two weeks, we've looked at John, uh, that's where I focused for Easter. And so it kind of led into, Oh, we can keep looking at what was John writing down about Jesus uh, this past Sunday we did his conversation with Peter about reinstating Peter mm. and kind of have seen some of the things that Jesus took place in. Mm-hmm. But these next two weeks, I thought it'd be really interesting to jump to Revelation, yeah, uh, which is the offering of the lectionary to take place right now. And so we're going to look at Revelation 7 where there is this celebration of what the Lamb has done, and what the ripple effects of what the Lamb has done take place. And mm-hmm. so there's this huge praise fest before the throne because the Lamb has saved us, because the Lamb has done the work. So there's a huge passage about hallelujah, hallelujah, giving thanks, giving thanks. That's what we're going to be talking about this Sunday, looking I, I, at Revelation. I like that, actually, quite fun. a
1: lot. I mean, the 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 50 days between Easter and in Pentecost I mean that's right. that's a really important time in in Christianity and right. last year I think uh, I don't remember if uh, we joined on this one but last year I pretty much did the same thing going through what those six weeks looked like right. like what did they do and to use revelation to to explore that, I think, is, is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. So,
0: How about you? What are you going to be talking about?
1: So uh, we're going to be diving into the book of Jude, mm. um, 24, 25, excuse me, 25 verses. And uh, Jude is one of my personal favorite books. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think it's, it's, it's a throwaway book because of the length. It doesn't even have chapters. It's that mm-hmm. short, it's one chapter. I think that there's intense richness in the book of Jude, Mm -hmm. intense richness. And it's cool because uh, Pastor Kevin Myskins from Emmanuel and I, we were discussing one day, and I guess the Spirit laid it both on our hearts to do the book of Jude Mm -hmm. at the exact same time. And so we said, what would it look like if us, our two churches, explored this book together? Mm -hmm. And so uh, in three weeks, he's going to be coming to Living Water. I'm going to be over there, and we're going to be... Yeah, exploring the book of Jude and uh, what I find interesting because I'm a history guy is kind of the whole context of what how it was written with the book of Second Peter and how they influence each other and mm-hmm. and uh, you know what do we do about when it when Jude says he watched over the body of Enoch and mm-hmm. how it references non-scripture stuff so it'll it's going to be good because what it does is take the truth of Easter and puts it into a tangible setting mm-hmm. as far as this is how we live this out mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the goal of jude which right. is turn away from the the junk of your life right and embrace the gospel and then this is how you go through it so which we're going to be spending 3 weeks on that
0: is such an interesting way of how he puts it i'm going to be interested to hear how you use the context of the brother of jesus yeah and I've heard this before, and maybe cliche or whatever, but the amount of pride he had to swallow, for one thing. Yeah, oh like, yeah. hey, I'm the brother of Jesus. Like, he could have been uh, jealous, he could have been angry, all of these kind of things, but there's just such a interesting setup there. Yep. But also the interesting comments about the small... Book about mm-hmm. the conciseness that he speaks in, right? Mm-hmm. There's just going to be so much that you can chase in there. I'm yeah, sure.
1: It, it's and it it has one of my favorite, uh, you know, parting blessings of all time, the mm-hmm. doxology in verses 24 and 25. Mm-hmm. You know, to him who's able to do immeasurably more, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And what I I agree. What I find interesting about his writing is that not only had he had did he have to put aside his pride. But in doing so, he he lifted his brother to a state of more than his brother. Right, right. Like, if you put yourself in his context, and there's some people who think maybe he was a cousin, fine, whatever. Right. But either way, can you think of one family member that you would be like, I no longer think of you as just my family member. I right. think of you as God. right. Like, How
0: do you figure that? Like, that's incredible. Yeah. Oh, so, wow.
1: So going to be a lot of stuff to chase. There.
0: How many weeks are you going to go through that? So
1: I believe we're doing four weeks on that. Nice. And then uh, we're going to be transitioning into another sermon series, uh, which is going to be called Big Questions. And we'll reveal more about that at a later date. Nice. But, That'll be good. Yep. It's going to be a good series. So Fantastic.
0: Yep. We have a couple of events coming up on Orange City side, Tulip Festival. So there will be no service. At Living Water Orange City on May 22, we'll be joining in for the community service happening downtown. Uh, don't forget to sign up if you're at all interested. Contact me about signing up to help with the pancake breakfast. That's on May 21 from 7 to 11. Uh, anything event wise that you need to promote?
1: The big thing right now is Rice Fest. That's uh only six weeks away. Dates and on that yeah. one, I believe.
0: Uh, I know it's, yeah, like it's June
1: the 12th, if I remember correctly. Right? Uh, Let's go with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, june 10 to june 11 yeah there you go you were so close I was so close yeah i knew it was the weekend just up show up
0: on the 12th and then you can help clean everything yeah, up
1: yeah exactly so. june
0: 10 to june 11 fantastic yep. two yep christian music festival that features the nation's top christian artists and speakers as well as seminars activities for kids of all ages ministry outreach camping and much more yep exactly make so. sure you sign up make sure you get your tickets go and help yeah. That would be
1: really cool, right? Yeah, oh, It takes absolutely. a lot
0: of hands to do that.
1: Living Water's got a booth. If you want to volunteer at the booth, let myself or uh, one of our team know, which is myself, Courtney Hieronymus, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we have a booth or just sign up through RiseFest. Fest. It, in general, they always need help with mm-hmm. tents and cleaning and security and all that stuff. So
0: When you talk to yourself, do you call yourself Jesse? Like when, like, if you're talking in your head, like, oh, i got to remember to do that. Jesse, call myself. remember
1: myself dude dude (laughs) yeah like literally there's there's an Uh.
0: episode i think i could uh i could relate to that like i and especially if i do something wrong like ah, dude yeah why'd you do that (laughs) um there's an episode of boy meets world hashtag 90s sitcom all that kind of good stuff eric the older brother continued to get like stranger and funnier and weirder and all that kind of stuff. Remember yep. like he was kind of a straight laced at the beginning and then, then he got weird Kind of became like this. Okay. Whatever. Yep. Like interesting guy. And what and time he says. <laughs> so, uh, I was saying to myself, Kyle, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's his right. parents stop him, and they're like, "Wait, what?" And he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I call myself Kyle. Yeah. Like if I'm talking to myself, <laughs> and, uh, and then he goes on to say whatever he said to himself." Yep. So I think that's really funny—a little funny trope oh. to like. When when I talk to
1: myself, I say Kyle. It's so bizarre because, I mean, there are times, like, in every day where I'm like, dude, you got to do this. And now that I think about it, I'm going. I call myself dude. call myself dude. Yeah. That's the most 90s thing I've ever heard.
0: It's uh, it's a very 90s thing. In fact, I kind of get trouble at home because uh, whatever umbrella you want to put this under, like, why I'm a bad person and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) But, like. One of my boys will drop something or do something, and I'll be like, dude, yeah, come on. Yeah. One of my girls will drop something or do something, and I'll be like, dude, yeah, like it's just it's become a general way of referring to someone, I yep. feel like. like, dude or bro, right? or like, yeah, oh, come on, dude,
1: yep, uh,
0: I'm not a dude, what are you talking about? And, and, and like, just the way that we can refer to people, I
1: guess, back in the day, we used to, me and my buddies, because you know, uh. Love it or hate it, and a lot of of people hate it, but we used to watch a lot of South Park. (laughs) And uh, we always used to call each other Guy. Just be like, (laughs) what's up, Guy? Right. You know? It's just, yeah. And I need to start bringing that back.
0: Have you seen uh, Free Guy on Disney Plus?
1: No, but I really want to. I heard it's it's great. It's pretty funny. So
0: hashtag watch out for language. And, of course, all those kind of violent things and that kind of stuff. But overall, it's pretty clever. And his name is Guy.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, that's
0: great. it's <laughs> they play on that a couple times. That's great. And I like to think that, uh, especially with my older ones, uh, you can tell a movie has made it into the Nineties family rotation if there's like a saying mm-hmm. that just kind of keeps on being said. Yeah. For instance, like uh, if somebody's leaving our house. A general thing like if one of the members of our family is leaving the house bye buddy hope right. you find your dad <laughs> from exactly. Elf. right that's great. that's great and so that's just one of the like ways that we say goodbye to each other bye yep. buddy hope you find your dad yep and so now there is a line you'll have to watch out for this one the uh guy ryan reynolds the main guy yep. he continues to just walk about his day and there is an officer that he comes in contact with several times yeah and it'll always be uh uh have a good one guy officer johnny <laughs> like that's all he says to <laughs> officer johnny <laughs> so now as we're leaving each other have a good one guy yeah officer johnny <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome to watch uh, for that one. You're gonna like that. One. Oh man, I'm so excited because Ryan Reynolds is like, one he's of the, really oh, good. He's like, he's just crushing it at he's everything. He's
0: so funny. So funny. Way to go, Ryan. Yeah, and who would have We should thought... have him on the podcast. We should days. let's invite
1: him yeah. along. Him oh, and I'll Phil. Send somebody. Him a quick
0: text or something.
1: The uh yeah. who would have thought he would have been this awesome when he was like in Van Wilder. Right? Do you
0: remember that one and Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Yeah, place. that's I remember. God, he was one. in that. That was like that was like '99. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was going to say early 2000s, but you might be right. Yeah. Like 90s, um, which would put us, like, in high school, right? Like, yeah. somewhere around that time. And I remember, like... That was a funny... I liked that show. That was really funny. Yeah, it was rare. But I good. didn't see this coming from him.
1: No, I was... Hey, way
0: to exceed our expectations, Ryan.
1: Yeah, because I'm... Good job, buddy. <laughs> That's his goal in life. We need to exceed <laughs> I bet he was like, Gary I and Jesse's Gary expectations. I wonder Gary and
0: Jesse are going to think about me in 2022. Right?
1: I bet. I better really pony up and not for really National try. Lampoon's movies. I got to really try. Yeah.
0: Man.
1: And he just... He did it. Thank he you, Ryan. did it. Way to go, buddy. Thank We're you. proud of you. <laughs>
0: Anything else we got to talk about? Oh, uh, worship coordinator for Orange City, or,
1: Orange. Orange City? City, or or the OC, if you will. You know, no big deal. Just like on Arrested Development. Oh, back <laughs> in the OC, back don't, the, don't, call, don't it call it that. Call it, <laughs>
0: I like that. I'm going to start referring to us
1: yep. as the OC. Yep. Over an OC. Don't Over
0: call it an that. OC. In the OC, we're looking for a worship coordinator. You can find more information on ForAllHuthers.com. In fact,
1: you can go to ForAllHuthers.com
0: for all kinds of information. For all Would kinds you like of to needs. know how to give? You can go to ForAllHuthers.com. Would you like to know what's coming up on the calendar? You can go to ForAllHuthers.com. Yep.
1: You can see it for both the Sheldon campus and the OC and so. the oc and children. <laughs> dude i hope that catches on i really do i'm gonna work hard to make sure it does that's cool that's great i love it
0: um keep talking for just a second
1: so language and talking. Language and talking. Oh, are we are we popping up I desperately was trying to, get trying the, to pop uh, up the I
0: was trying to get the outro.
1: Desperately try to pop up the song so for the third time ever we do it at the appropriate. Right. Time. We
0: would be so good if we can do it three times in a row. Yep. You I know, uh, if you want to find out information, you can go to for Actually, you know what I should do is like play it nice and low mm. and then ask oh that was way too high.
1: And then we're fading now up. Now it's Thanks. nice and low,
0: and now it's fading up. We're I good at this.
1: Well, yeah, it's yeah, right there. You can see me doing it. I know. That's just gnarly yeah, Way to go. Is good job, fun.
0: production team.
1: Well done. Officer Johnny! Officer uh, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs>